So, Marcus, uh, we are three months into this project, so one quarter of the way through the year. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good point to kind of uh, reflect and look at what we've done so far and uh, get an idea of the big picture and where, uh, where we want to go from here. So we started with uh, the basic technique and we, we went through a lot of different exercises focusing on the physical motion. We have looked at scales, starting with the pentachords, these little chunks of a scale, five notes, with all the different fingerings and then putting those together to make a, a longer scale, like a two octave scale or something. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and then now, I guess the focus is, is uh, there's a little bit more music or a lot more music in the picture now. Like I've been improvising, I've been um, starting to learn some pieces. And chords. And chords. Mm -hmm. So this is a, we've done a lot, actually. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the question is, I mean, where to go from here? Now, I know that in the beginning, my, my goals that we spoke about were very vague. Mm -hmm. I, I did, didn't really know. <laughs> I just said, I don't know, I want to mm -hmm. learn guitar. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and now I have a better idea. I think, uh, well, at least I know what some of the next steps would be. I mean, um, can you give me an example? Yes, yeah, for example, like I've been spending a lot of time with the C major scale. Mm -hmm and very little time with other modes and mm -hmm. other scales, other positions on, on the fretboard. Mm -hmm. Like, I know the notes pretty well within that two octave bracket mm -hmm. on, I guess, those three strings in that area. You know, it's a very small mm -hmm. part of the fretboard. Yeah. So one thing that I could expand into is learning other parts of the neck. For sure, yeah. Um, another example might be, uh, I've been improvising over a drone. At some point, maybe it makes sense to look at improvising over chords, even mm -hmm. if it's just two chords, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then three and four. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 I think I think those are maybe some of the yeah some of the next steps. Also, learning, for example, the Bach piece. I would like to actually finish learning that and be able to play the whole thing yeah um, yeah and then for the, the like the the rest of the year the kind of ultimate goal I mean that's still kind of vague I guess the the idea is just to learn as much as I can and um, but yeah I, I you know I, I I sort of have a better idea of what the ultimate goal could be should be uh -huh. uh, I think as far as I'm concerned, it would be great if you would continue playing after this year. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that would be that would mm -hmm. be my goal for you to uh, inspire you so much and to get mm -hmm. so much into it that it's something that is it will become part of your portfolio mm -hmm. as a musician. Mm -hmm. um, 
that's that's really what I hope for. And you know, that's also like as as a, uh, not just an instructor, let's say, but as a caring teacher, mm-hmm. mm. um, I would also I would love you to be happy with the experience and also with the with, well with the experience of playing the instrument, but also with the musical experience of playing the instrument. Mm. And mm. that's why I think that the um, like a neck really a um, pretty much a next step also could be that you start writing and recording yeah. um, and not just a, a solo piece on the instrument but where you use you know the touch guitar as the sole instrument with along with the drums yeah so maybe you write a short instrumental you know drums bass from the touch guitar chords yeah. from the touch guitar lead part from the touch yeah. guitar you know I actually Something have like started recording some little riffs and stuff that's there. great that's yeah. great you know but I, I really think that that's really that's the the way to go and then something that I um, think maybe like one of the hardest um, like in general if you're becoming a musician to develop like a, a vision and like a, a, a taste for what you might want to do so that you're actually like in a way I believe that a lot of um, music making kind of like happens before the fact of actually picking up an instrument yeah like some people say like you you, you have to say something or you have to have the need to say something or mm. you know there needs to be something that wants to get out or yeah, you know right. and I think that um, we or you kind of like need to develop or, or also understand what that is and and, and how to translate right, right. that like right. from you know inside of you to outside of you and yeah so Definitely. that's that's sort of like um, that's probably more, um, and I still think that it can be approached from a practical, practical perspective, as in, yeah, write and record. Or, um, yeah, I remember like in the last uh, lesson when I asked you just to play a few bass notes or play a bass part or something like mm-hmm. how um, that it wasn't easy for you to kind of switch into that mode of thinking, even though I mm-hmm. I know you you may have an idea, but it was just hard to kind of like. Because um, I, I was, you know, I was basically requesting a lot of, uh, a lot with that question, right? So yeah. it was, it's not just about like, how do I physically do it? I also have to be creative. I need to kind of like, yeah. um, probably like, you, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you wouldn't have, you don't need to know which note you're playing, what the pitch is, but maybe that's something which then kind of like stops you from acting intuitively because there's also like mm. uh, this, this want to, um, uh, to know what you're doing and stuff, yeah, and so right. that's why I think it's kind of like a, it's a, it gets like much broader from this point on. Yeah. Um, so it's not just about the instrument anymore. Right. Know? Right. And but sort of like the principles um, that you learned on the instrument, um, they carry over in all into all the other fields. So if it's like finding um, inversions of chords. Or permutations of fingerings, right? It's kind yeah. of like that 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 approach that you can also apply to uh, writing a bass line, right? Where you right. come with one, we come up with one bass line, and then uh, okay, like if I want to make a variation of this, maybe I can play it backwards, or I can yeah. uh, swap the intervals around, or you know something like that. And, yeah. yeah. And and I I see that there's a lot of um, um, merit in in doing doing something like that, and also. Um, you should be playing with other people. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, 
and like what I can offer you is that um, you know Alex and and I and you we can get together yeah. and we can rather than you using the um, delay pedal to build a drone like we can play and you can improvise on top of that you know right right so that you yeah. get more of like the experience of the communal uh, music making yeah because it's different that's a whole skill on its own I, I was thinking about that actually in the last couple of weeks that's it's a a big difference between how I learned drums and and learning touch guitar so far is with the drums, I always had so many situations yeah. where yeah. I was playing with other people and I would discover my weaknesses. Yes. Um, and, and a lot of times those weaknesses don't even show themselves when you're playing by yourself. And also it, it gave me motivation because I, I wanted to like yeah, exactly. play the music right. So Yes, yes. Um, and, and that's why like if we were like just two of us or three yeah like we could just do things like okay I play a phrase and you try to copy it and it doesn't have to be the exact same notes or whatever but yeah. it's more about the gesture of like what kind of what kind of uh, energy you want you're putting out and this was something that I can I can see it's this may be very difficult still for you to kind of like um, capture the essence of um, a musical phrase, let's say, and even if it's yeah, just three yeah. notes, right? And right. Then, and so that's something that really you can only practice in mm. in a musical situation, and we can create that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would probably be. And we will be uh, having um, Stefan, who who runs Touch Guitars. He will, you know, the the, the company. He will come um, to Berlin in early May. Okay. Uh, well, you won't be here probably. Then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't but anyway, so yeah, there may be yeah. a, a possibility to kind of to meet up with other players also. Right. Yeah. Where you could also have, we could have like guest teachers, mm -hmm. so people yeah. can show you. Um, then maybe like a piece of music rather than, um, you know, like the exercises. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alex would be good for that as well. Mm. Yeah. 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 I think that would be. That would definitely be helpful. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Like, well, okay. Here's here's one thing. Is I, I do think all of the, kind of exercises and theory that I'm learning is really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, it's really helpful in in the sense of, <clears throat> I'm, getting closer to being able to. Hear a thing in my head and then play it, mm -hmm. which is I think one of the main obstacles. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a yeah, that's a big part of it. So that I guess it's it's partially ear training. Like I I have to know what the thing sounds like, and that works in two directions. So there's hearing it in my head and then playing it on the instrument. Yes. But there's also listening to a song and knowing oh that's the four chord or the minor six or whatever. Yeah, you know that you know this this um, uh, intermediate step of labeling, right? Like yes. naming sounds yeah. as an interval or a scale degree or whatever. Um, that is something that is uh, like traditionally uh, important, but at the same time, I don't think it's it's something that we should focus on too much. Like we can also work purely on connecting the ear with the, with the physical with the body yeah like we can bypass that part of the brain that wants to know exactly what we're doing 
that's why I was talking like before when I was saying you could kind of copy a phrase. It doesn't have yeah. to be the exact same thing. It's more about like about the the, the yeah the, the the physical gesture yeah. and how it then translates into into sound, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so um, I I well I can tell you I know for a fact that you have no idea what you've already learned. Like because for example when you were saying okay I know you're not now the C the notes of C major in that one position and blah 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 mm -hmm. you have learned so much more that you don't yeah. know yet yeah. because this this is the cool thing that like if we look at the keyboard instrument mm -hmm. which has like the you know seven notes of the circle of fifth in as white keys and then the other five as black keys right mm -hmm. it's sort of kind of like already gives us access to the other notes by the way that in writing we write accidentals, sharps and flats. Right, right. So now that, you've, that you're learning the C major scale and actually the, you are actually learning the modes of the C major scale yeah. by playing the triads. Yes, yeah. Right? right. So this, this is this kind of interesting. And so what happens is that to go from, from C Ionian to C Lydian, like introducing the F sharp, yeah. It's yeah. no problem. Right. It won't be yeah. a problem for you. It really does not matter. It's not a big difference. Yeah. It's just it's just on the level of if you want like total uh, uh, automatic um, um, execution of fingerings or whatever. Okay, then you just need to practice that. Right. And as you practice it, it it has a different sound. Lydian sounds different than Ionian. Yeah. And you will notice. Oh, okay, it, there it's the um, it's the second finger on F, and there's the third finger on F sharp. Right, and then here is like that, and you will you will kind of like understand the navigation of these notes that are not at the C major scale, because yeah. it, it it doesn't really matter because as you know, um, C uh, Lydian, for example, is G major. Right. Yeah. It's the same set sure. of notes. Yeah. Right. So, and this is kind of like what we're taking advantage of, and the way that we're learning this, and that you're learning this is, we're looking at one shape, so the two octave Ionian bracket, for example, is just a collection of pitches. It doesn't even have a musical meaning. It doesn't have a musical mm -hmm. center. The musical center is defined by what you, what you assign to it. So that's why with the improvisation practice, I asked you to choose any note on right. the C major scale and then use the notes of the C major scale to improvise on it. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And then if you, well, obviously you then do need to pay attention to what it sounds like, right? Okay, yeah. what does the F sound like, you know, in relation to the C note bass drone, right? right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But everything is, is kind of coming together and I'm sure you could um, very easily, when I say very easily, I mean just with a few day, a couple days work, yeah. you can kind of adapt what you've learned to other keys, other modes. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that or shouldn't look at that. Right, we yeah. should definitely do that. Yeah. But um, you have all the um, basic material ready. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's just moving the, sh the same shapes to different positions. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Um, it's a matter of time, also. Like we we have this one year. Yeah. To do things, and you've already learned a lot. Like just in an ideal situation, you know, you would have. Um, I don't know, like three times, you know, rather than two hours per day, you would do six hours. Right, more right. as always. Like, better, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it would be more um, doable. 
right? To kind of like go through all the modes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We, we will see, you know. It yeah. would, may also be interesting to, to, to find out if you could do something like, okay, and one day I'm going to do Ionian, next day Lydian, blah, blah, blah. You could do, go through yeah. Um, yeah. the modes and see. Um, maybe you don't even need to dive very deep with each one and just to kind of like get into the, the way yeah. the layout changes. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that might be an issue, and I don't, I don't know yet because I haven't spent a lot of time with it, but I think the idea of, uh, say, D being the second note in the scale is like really, the, uh, those two things are really connected in my head to the point where it might be difficult to think in the key of A, now the B is the two. I'm still thinking B is the seven of C. Like I have to kind of explore that and, and maybe reprogram that. Because I think it's it would be useful, right, to be able to think in these relative terms. Yeah, of the, you know, but that's 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 true, okay. But the having having the absolute yeah. is is always gonna be to to your advantage. Like because, like what I'm saying is like if we're talking about the D in the context of C, we're yeah. only talk we're really only talking about a fingering. Yeah, right. Right? Like yeah. we're not talking about the sound. Right. Like it maybe if you would have like described to me the sound of the second where you say, okay, it's that really uh, meaningless note that, you know, like doesn't have any tension, right? Okay, maybe it wants to result down, yeah, maybe not, but blah, blah, blah. You could, you know, but, but you basically just labeled it, mm -hmm. right? And so the label is not important. It's the sound. Sure. Because if yeah. you have an A drone and you play the B, yes, yeah, the yeah. second note in yeah. A major, for right. example, right? Yeah. You, will, you will hear it as a second or as a ninth yeah automatically even if you if you still think uh if you if you don't know that it's the second note after mm. the a or you know the next right, note. you know right. you see what i mean like it's right. it's really um, um rather than than kind of like getting sucked into the labeling of fingerings or shapes yeah, yeah. it's more about opening your ears and kind of like okay there's that sound again right and you yeah. don't need to you don't at that point you don't even need to label it right yeah yeah, I mean, clearly, I I do understand. There's like there's lots of musicians throughout history that don't know any theory and don't read music, and obviously, it's possible to understand yeah. the instrument through that way. Um, yeah, you know, you know, but this this is kind of I think it's it's a misunderstanding. Mm. Um, knowing that you're playing a B yeah. is is more important than knowing that it's a second. From the A, from my from yeah, my okay. humble yeah. my humble opinion, yeah, yeah. right. So then, if the the, the next processing, pro, uh, you know, uh, or the next uh, thing that happens in your brain is okay. So this is a B A A B C R. It's the alphabet A B C R A yeah. B, right? Yeah. Like okay, well, if you have to do that, but you at least you knew it was a B you played, right? Right. So it's it's more it's it's it is much more useful. Mm. To to have the the absolute knowledge first, okay, yeah, and then learn the relative, yeah, knowledge, right? Because the relative is something that you should be able to hear. I'm not expecting you yeah. and like to have perfect pitch. That's not, again, that's also nothing that's really important for making yeah. music, yeah. right? But you know that on your instrument you're playing an E, yeah, you're playing an E, 
Right. right. And then the context of the E is something you may have to think about. And yeah, that is normal yeah. because the yeah. E can be in many, 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 many different contexts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think we're actually talking about the same thing, but maybe I have to approach it from the other angle, like you say, like it's yeah. the absolute is important, but there's still a disconnect in my, in my brain that if I pick an absolute note, I know this is C or this is B, I might not know how that fits in the context of another key. Yeah. There's still you know, a, a, some sort of a connection that has yes, to be made. There. Yes, and that's, that's where then you can co go back to the brackets or the pentachords. Yeah. Right? So for example, if somebody would ask you, or wouldn't even ask you, but tells you all oh, this piece is an A, right? Yeah. All you need to do is put your first finger of either hand yeah. on an A yeah. and play the Ionian pentachord. Right. Yeah. Right? So there you have five notes that will work right away. Yeah. That also means you have four other starting points to put a pentachord. You already know where those starting points are. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means you have five pentachords available right away simply by somebody telling you it's that note. Yeah. And with those five pentachords, you've covered all seven notes of the scale. Yeah. Easily. With three, you've already covered. Right, right. right? Yeah. So that's why it's, it's extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. so, so you don't need to worry about that. Mm -hmm. But here, again, like it would be about um, the opportunity to experience that in a musical situation. Yeah, right. So if Alex and I would just start playing in A-flat, we would start playing in A-flat and then you can figure it out. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's that, it's that kind of interaction and that kind of learning environment that would be extremely great for you. Yeah. And in addition to that, um, like usually um, once or twice per year, we'd have these uh, group courses, touch mm -hmm. resource circle meetings. Yeah. Um, where, you know, we'd spend like one week practicing or playing or making music together like nine hours per day. Cool. Yeah. You know, and that kind of that kind of experience would be great for you to get. So, yeah. yeah. And since it w is unlikely to happen sometime this year, Again, we can meet like with a small group of people at some point. And right, right, yeah. And do some. Yeah, sounds good. So, are there any other areas that come to mind that you think I need to focus on? Like any of the next technical steps or musical? Anything else I should be. I mean, you gave me a lot of exercises, especially the last lesson. So, I definitely have enough <laughs> for the short term. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. You see, you see um, we, we can, and you know, this is, this is kind of like the interesting uh, aspect of, of teaching, but also of learning, mm -hmm. is that it's, you can sort of like um, remove yourself, like one bit from, the, from yourself, you can kind of like zoom out, mm -hmm. and then you can sort of become the, you can become the uh, designer of what you learn. So, yeah. So you see, like it's not. It's now we're not talking about the pentachords, but we're talking about the structure of how you practice exercise A, B, C, D over the course of the next six months, for example. Right. right yeah. So yeah. and and um, and this is this is sort of like um, you need to develop that sense about yourself and about you know, like like what you need. It's a little bit like eating, right? 
So on one hand, like we we are like some people say, we are what we eat, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like the same with with uh, with developing a, a, a musical voice, yeah. right? Like like you, we kind of like learn to reproduce what we put in, yeah. right? And yeah. so that's why um, you need to be the driver of some of that content as well for sure yeah. and i'm i'm here for you to to give you the outside perspective where i say okay great sean but okay so for the next couple of weeks please concentrate on this because there's a problem right right so so when it comes to designing your <laughs> i know you but you know yeah you need to become like the designer of your own of your path yeah 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 with the it's, it's true it's um i i it's it's interesting because I, I have a well it's like you said developing a, a vision, mm-hmm. you know which is is something I I have done over the years with the drums and I still have like a very clear idea of things that I want to learn on the drums, um, but I I don't necessarily have the same like I don't know what I want out of the instrument yes. necessarily and you could see that as an advantage actually yeah right so. Like in your position, for example, I would I would approach it from the perspective of, let's see what if you know what if or what happens if I practice this set of activities, improvisation, blah 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 blah, for the next, and I would say I would even say like eight years. Yeah. Or something like that, right? right? And I only mm-hmm. focus. I only do that, and well, only as in like I I keep doing that mm-hmm. without having a vision. And I see like kind of what what kind of develops out of the mere fact of doing mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Right? So which which um, because that means you will you will actually uh, discover something that in, that's inside of you that is not kind of like. Verb, you can't verbalize it right now, mm-hmm. but it's inside, and you can right. kind of like crack yourself open yeah. by by practicing. You have you have had that experience with the drums, I'm sure. Like yeah. something something suddenly comes out yeah. of that that shell that you're cracking, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or or even like it gets cracked from the inside because you're filling it. You're sort of like filling the container with something, and then it kind of. Mm. You know, yeah. breaks. You know, yeah. this, this kind of a metaphor that that Trey Gunn once used. That's mm. mm. it's, um, and it's. I think he's quite right. So, um, so you having like this 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 um, blank slate to start from, not having vision is awesome. Mm. Yeah. Right. But then again, I know that you do have one, because mm. you do not have an ear that allows. All twelve notes to coexist at any time right. in any constellation. Right. You 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 still believe there are things that sound better than others. Yes. Yeah. And, for sure. And and like I said, that's that's uh, that's good because you could say, okay, this is this is who sh- you know this is who Sean is. Yeah. So again, here is like I always say, okay, what would Sean do? You need you need to find out what would Sean do. What does Sean like? Yeah. What would Sean like to do? Right. right. And that's your starting point. But then, when you know what Sean would like to do, and you're aware of that, then you have choices. Then you can say, "Okay, now I'm taking the different you know, fork on the road." Because, yeah. like, I, I know that normally I would go left, but here now I go to the right. Yeah, 
Right, yeah? right. And so, so that's yeah. why I think um, like the position you're in, um, even though you think you don't have a vision, you have one. Yeah, right. And it may be like more restrictive than you think. It also, you know, like I'm always paying attention, right? Like always, like when you were talking about learning the grandfather exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, to me, it's like the most beautiful melody in the world. Yeah, right. And for you, it was something that didn't speak to you at all. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's just like an opinion, but it's also like a matter of of opening up to a new way. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah, and I should clarify. I mean, that was like the initial <laughs> yeah, reaction. Yeah. You know, but I did also discover that there's a lot of um, melodies in that exercise little pieces of it that I recognize, hey, that's James Bond. Hey, that's, you know, it's yeah, these yeah, kind of like chromatic yeah, yeah. things like, okay, that's not so abstract after all. Or it's, you know, it's not, um, I mean, it's it's useful. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not uh, diatonic, but it still yeah. sounds like. Yeah, and you know, this is, you, you know this, but this position of the grandfather exercise, that is the, Pentachord position. Yeah. So it's the it's the chromatic it's eight chromatic notes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like this you, now what you do because you were asking, in a way this exercise is doing what you were asking me like rather than just playing C D F G, mm. now you get the chromatic notes inside of that framework. Yeah. And you hear what they sound like and you you kind of like explore a wide relatively wide mel uh, melodic. Uh, field or field of melodies that kind of exists within those eight notes. Yeah, yeah. right. And and it will help you um, move outside of the sound of the Ionian scale. Right, right. Into into like any other fixed mode, or even like it will enable you to go between modes. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you can play those five notes with the major third, or you can play it with the minor third. And that sound, that change, will become something that is sort of. Uh, um, there, there's, there's not going to be like judgment anymore, mm. right? Does the major or does the minor third sound better? Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a context thing. It's, it's a context thing, and then you, you know, you could say, okay, okay, now, now, I can, okay, you could play. C Ionian and C Dorian alternating, right? Like changing from the E to E sharp every other time. And you then you could try, okay, what does this sound like with a C sharp or a D flat as a drone? What does mm -hmm. this sound like with a D? You could go through all twelve notes as a drone to kind of like learn how this these weights, mm -hmm. you know, melodic and harmonic weights kind of like shift if you're if you're uh, relating it to some other note. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it really is a, is a concept or a process of um, of exploration and discovery. Yeah, um, yeah, and and that that's really why the the practice with um, you you know maybe you need a like a proper looper or we could use the the looper which is a proper looper in the helix there's right uh, yeah. in the in the HX stomp right right and then. Um, um, Playing, you know, over chord changes is kind of like a great idea. Yeah, yeah, it's something that we should. Um, yeah, I'd love to do that. Do sure. right away. Yeah. So, um, let me ask you. So, when you were improvising yeah. um, on a drone, and again, 
did you did you try to stick to a scale? Did you try to stick to a C major scale, for example, when you're playing over a D or an A? Sometimes. Okay. Uh, sometimes not. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes you were kind of like also free. You, you to yeah, kind of try yeah. what the intervals sound like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes I just completely had total disregard, and let me just great. put my fingers in random shapes. Great, great. Um, yeah. It, it feels like, uh, well, yeah, it feels like cheating almost, because you can kind of make free jazz that, yeah. by just playing random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it feels wrong to me. It feels like I, I should know what I'm doing. But, but you know, that's, that's you know, it's a, called free jazz, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah, it's that's a mindset. Like the the background of improvisation I come from is is mostly from jazz, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not so much like. But it's. Uh, I mean, I, I recognize that there's like different ways to approach improvisation for sure, yeah. and like the free mindset is is like definitely a, a valid one. It's just one I haven't explored very much. I'm, I'm not very drawn to the the results of it, I guess, maybe. Of free jazz. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more fun to make than it is to listen to, for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. But it depends. So, so I mean, there's a... I mean, I'm, I try to be open to yeah. lots but, of different but, stuff. But they, but there yeah. you go. There you go. So this is kind of like where you uh, where you're still discovering um, what you would like to do, and this is kind of like what we've been talking yeah. about for ten minutes now, right? right. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that just had had to do with the idea of like, I want to know what I play, what I'm playing as I'm yeah. playing it, and that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that that could also be a disadvantage. I think there's yeah because the advantages you, to like you, reacting to your fingers rather than. You will you will only you will only play what you what you know. Yeah, that, well, if you want to be sure that you only play what you know, <laughs> it's right, super right, obvious. Right. So yeah. if you want if you want to be uh, open for surprises and like this is yeah. the, I don't know like maybe let's look at what this would mean on the drums. So on the drums, you would say practice uh, uh, limb, indi limb independence. Just to have in improvisation, I guess, right? The freedom to kind of like react and to to place like the the kick, you know, at the end of the on the yeah. E of the fourth yeah, beat yeah. or something like that, while the rest stays the same, right? Right. So you so 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 this, this the the freedom to move and and it's it's sort of like the same with playing with pitches, right? So 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 the freedom to actually play. Another note in time is kind of is ki is a kind of independence. Do you see what I mean? Like so, it's it's it is like like playing an F, F sharp instead of an F, even though it's yeah. not in the scale. Right. Yeah. Say so, you know, it's like it's like shifting that kick drum over one sixteenth. Mm. It's 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 kind of like the same. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. And I definitely think all twelve notes can and should be used. Um, um, I, I heard an interview recently with Guthrie Govan. Mm -hmm. He was talking about that. Uh, there was, there's no wrong notes. Yeah. It's just there's a different. It has a different sound. It has a different sound exactly. Um, and that is that is represented usually by the harmonic context. So yeah. by, first of all, by the interval. So that's why yes, 
you know you're playing a B, mm. you know the bass is playing an A, and then you're okay, that's the second. Right. The major second, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. But at first you need to know you're playing a B and you're playing an mm. A, and then you can construct it. Yeah. Ideally, if you were able to automatically hear the interval, yeah. Then, then, then the question is: Would you even need to? Do you even need to label it? Right. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, it's thinking about the the difference between the drums. Like it's it's almost impossible at this point for me to imagine me playing something that I don't understand on the drums. Like as soon as I play it, I understand what happened. I might be surprised. Like maybe I accidentally. I don't know, yeah, maybe something just comes out kind of with muscle memory, but I would immediately understand it. Maybe the difference is like, you, you can put your fingers anywhere on, on the guitar and, and not, not look and not think about what the notes are, and you have no idea what's going to come. Mm -hmm. If I hit <laughs> a drum, mm -hmm. like there's no way to have a random note. Uh, maybe, that's, uh, maybe that's the difference. Is like Probably, I, yeah. I know that, yeah. what that's going to sound like. Yeah. Um, but there, I think it's just, it's just maybe your, um, um, I'm trying to, <laughs> not trying to sound like, uh, very positive here. Well, I'm sure you're aware of all the different sounds you can get from, from the right symbol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's not, it's not the same. It's never the same. Right. Like even there, you have yeah. like you have you can play right, random. You can you can kind mm -hmm. of like randomly kind of write the oh, the overtones of the symbol by by yeah. changing the, the the exact point where you're hitting it, right? Yeah, yeah. With the tip of the drumstick, right? And yeah. so so that is that in that is kind of like the equivalent here. Yeah. Right. I know that traditionally, or in in the way that music is taught, there is always this idea that there's something wrong, and there can be something wrong. And really, you know, like even if maybe we w we will find out that you're simply not interested in kind of like discovering what would be your your own way of doing things like in the, in a way we need what to open mean, we yeah. need to we need to open up that space the whole the, the whole space for you to actually find out right now you may say okay i'm not interested in playing free mm. right because i you know yeah, how would you how would you justify? Why are you not interested in playing freely? Because um, I I often don't like the sound. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But not. I mean, not always though. Yeah. 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 It. it yeah. There's... So, but but just what that means is that there could be two ways to approach this. Now you could say, mm -hmm. okay, I try to learn to play only the notes that I like right now, mm -hmm. or I learn to like the notes that I'm playing. Right. It scares me a little bit. I know it does. Yeah. It does. And it's, it's I, Well, yeah, it's I almost <laughs> uh this this may sound stupid, but I, I almost am afraid to lose the ability to like have this outside perspective from let's say like a normal person. Because mm -hmm. if we look at rhythm, for example, I've I've like there are certain things that I've learned that I can't unhear now. Meaning, yep. there are like odd time signatures that sound very natural to me that I know sound very bizarre to other people, <laughs> and I can't I can't possibly understand their perspective anymore mm -hmm. because I just understand it all and it feels natural. 
-hmm. So in a way, I'm kind of like afraid to lose some of that perspective with harmony. Like, <laughs> okay. So, but but I, that might not be the right thing. It's just that's the. Think of it more as um, background and foreground. Kind of like this idea of like so. The more you learn of the background, the more you know about the foreground. So being able to to uh, knowing all the sounds of all the intervals will make the sounds that are consonant to the people listening from the outside will that will make that more clear for you. Yeah. you. Yeah. So that's that's why that's why I, there's no risk. Like you right, right. you learning more about the whole um, yeah. you know whole sphere of possibilities will make the choices you make much stronger right 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 yeah and I I, I, I do like I, I realize that <laughs> it's kind of a hypocritical thing like it, the what I was saying like if I was if somebody asked me for advice like um, I for example, sometimes you hear people say they're afraid to learn music theory because they think it'll yeah. ruin their yeah. musicality, which I think is nonsense. It yeah. I, I say you should always learn more about it. So I, I realize I'm like kind of contradicting myself. But yeah, like, but, you, but there you see it. it's like it's a deep, deeply uh, ingrained um, fear, you could say even like or or uh, concern, right? Yeah, that happens. Um, Believe me, like like learning about all twelve notes will make you play those five or seven notes mm. uh, with more confidence. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's as simple as that. Mm. Like it's like you well well you know you know like there's there's somebody next door who's beating his wife, right? But I'm simply not listening to it. I'm I'm just going to ignore it. Right? Mm. It's not part of your world. So at some point you'll it will get you'll get into trouble somehow for avoiding that mm. part of your mm -hmm. environment right mm. so but if you would kind of like Im, Im, you know you embrace it you kind of learn of it you accept it you say there is this is happening here and i can make a choice if i want to report it or not mm. like it's it's you know like like then mm. you're not you're not neglecting or denying part of your own uh perception right 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 and and this is kind of like what happens if you if you say, okay, no, I'm not going to move my hand, hand, hands randomly because it, it, at the moment it gives me things that I don't understand, right? Like, yeah. So the, yeah. then the approach would be, okay, if I were to understand just a little bit more of what's happening here, then I can also appreciate and I can also recreate the simpler world, let's say, with much more confidence. Mm. And also probably learn a lot in the process like uh, maybe I play something that I don't understand then maybe I figure it out so that I do know what yeah that yeah is. so so yeah. in a way it could be could be interesting if you were really moving your fingers randomly and then you would sit down and transcribe it so what mm. what did I actually do here and then you realize right. wow this is interesting like I only like I played a lick in C but I just moved it up three frets or yeah yeah right just, yeah, you true. know this kind yeah. of this kind of insight but you know, anyway, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not advocating really anything here other than that you decide what you want to do, and I'm um, like I'm personally questioning the um, the idea of of learning in the jazz way, 
learning to improvise with the idea to recreate a sound which most of jazz nowadays is like you kind of like yeah. you, and um, and that's not how it that's now how it came about right it did not come about from following rules as to which right, scale you right. can play on which chord yeah. right it's something that came that was kind of like uh, extracted later as people were starting to analyze what's going on right yeah so so that's why this this really um, minimal and reduced um, idea of just improvising on a drone, we can keep, keep extending that. So like like from a drone, it becomes a chord, a triad. So then you you learn to play on a C major chord, and you you can still learn all twelve. Can you still use all twelve notes? Yeah. And you learn what do these twelve notes sound like in relationship to the C major chord, right, yeah. and do that to the C minor chord. Blah blah blah. We can go through these permutations, and then you can say, okay, so what's happening now if I use, um, you know, changes? And so changes being like just two chords, going from C major to D minor, yeah. And that's a loop, and then you play on top of that, mm -hmm. and you start, you know, you start hearing which intervals uh, you're playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and this is this is definitely the, the direction we should go into. Like I think it's it's interesting that you are you are um, I think you are ready for that, but yeah. it's also interesting to think that you've only started kind of like working with the instrument three months ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 absolutely fascinating. Yeah. 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 And then like learning something like the Bach piece, um, the Prelude thing. Yeah. Um, it will be it, it you know it it's going to be great. You'll have to memorize it. Um, yeah. Just do it, and it will bring you um, much further along. And yeah, I mean, rather than just kind of like I'm just saying this, asking me like, okay, now I've played in C major all the time, I say, okay, why don't you just play in C sharp now? You yeah. can, you, yeah, you, yeah. you have the freedom to yeah, do that course. at any at yeah. any point, right? Yeah. Um, but I I also see that like the the parameters that are kind of like within the system that we can vary, we haven't done that yet. Yeah, and we should. So um, maybe um, one of the next things to do is like try to learn the round of seven in Phrygian. Yeah, right. For example, right, yeah. right. And don't don't even think that you need to uh, learn the round of seven in all in all seven modes at this point. Yeah. But just let's just pick one. Pick one new one. One new one, and then let's let's see if you can then already kind of like extract the um, the principles. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. just by doing that, right? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, there's, there's so many. Uh, it, it, I don't know how, um, like, maybe it doesn't make sense for us to think too far in advance because um, the the short term path, like, is always clear. Like the next, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you're right. There's some like value in. Thinking about a vision and and having a more long-term goal for that, but I think at this point I'm still like figuring out what the vision is. So just like learning as much yeah. stuff is is uh, is good. Yeah, I'd, you know? I'd encourage you to to not worry about the future at all because like yeah. whatever you can do now, you can do it, yeah. and then just kind of um, become maybe even more aware of where you where you know you get drawn to. Yeah. 
Okay, so maybe you're hearing something that you play that you enjoy and then just keep working with that. Yeah. So it's not, you know, the idea of, of practicing uh, or of exercises, uh, you can take anything that comes uh, along and approach it with a mindset of, yeah. of it being an exercise. Yeah. You could say it's something that's worth exploring. You know, there's, there's other ways to kind of reframe the idea of, of, uh, of an exercise yeah. or of practice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why um, just, just kind of like be open to inspiration. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, and I think that the, uh, like learning some pieces that will also give me a real world application for this stuff and it will... Um, yeah. Yeah, and also it, it might have a similar effect, like playing with other musicians. Yeah, in that it will show me the things that I need to work on. Yes, um, and and then at the same time you can kind of like find joy and pleasure from getting better at playing yeah. a hard exercise that you know. Yeah, right. Like something like the grandfather. Like the the more familiar you come with that, the more you can sort of relax. You can take deeper breaths. Yeah. Right. You know, it's it's that kind of um, um, result that also sometimes it's just at some phases of a learning process is very important. Right. So it's I, I mean, like with something as physical as the drums. Right. For me, I know, like I I have pretty much a, a good vision and musical imagination mm -hmm. to hear rhythms. Mm -hmm. But like first of all, like the coordination would be one thing, and then also the Actual, the act of actually physically playing, yeah, right, is something that I have never, I've never done, right, I've never yeah. played the drums, yeah. right, yeah. So, so, so for me, it would be totally normal to just sit down and try to get like the basics, yeah, down in such a way that I can then maybe try to attempt to kind of like play what I have in my head, right, you right. know, but I yeah. wouldn't expect that to come to these two, uh, these two kinds of visions to come together. Uh, Quickly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, and probably the way that that happened for me on the drums was like, I didn't think about an artistic vision for like the first 10 or 15 years that I played the drums. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wasn't, it wasn't a priority at all. You know, yeah. like in, in the early days, I wanted to be just like a session musician. So my goal was just be able to play anything. And, yeah. and I don't care about the artistic side. It was more like I was a a craftsman just like yeah yeah um, and so it was only later you know that I like when I went to New York that I started thinking about those things for the first time so you know from from the craftsmanship at, at some point you go from apprentice to master right mm -hmm. and then like the um, the door to being becoming an artist kind of like opens up Right, right, right. But yeah. there's also, the, but it's it's also okay to kind of live in two in both worlds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's there's also people that they have an artistic vision immediately. Yeah. And that you know. Yeah. It depends on on the person and where they are in their their life. Yeah. But so, but but yeah. Point being, I think that um, I'm still kind of in the process of just like discovering things. So just, I, I'm down to try anything. And hey. then, then, then the vision will become more clear. Um, and like you said, there is, a, there is a vision. There are certain things that I, 
prefer. Like when I improvise, yeah. I tend to gravitate towards a certain set of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I can't do anything about. That's just you know that's of, of it's natural. So I mean, you know, it's. Um, I wanted to ask you about this anyway. So yeah. um, we did this recording session with with Bernard and Alex yeah. uh, in the studio, and you were playing drums. Yeah, and it was freely improvised. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So not just on our end, also on your end, because you didn't have any idea what you were going to play. Sure. So you were, you just started listening to what we were doing, and you simply joined in, right? Yeah. Right. Well, that's yeah. Um, I so think that's di different. Well, maybe it's not different. I mean, like freely jamming is something that I've always done too. Like even when I was in high school, yes. you know? Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know, I think... Uh, you know, the well, reason yeah. why I say this is, right. is because like, you, could, you could learn a lot about yourself by kind of like looking at what's happening in that situation. Like, how do I listen? How do I respond? Do I really think? Do I really need to know? Do I really need to analyze what I'm doing at any point? Or is my body simply able to respond? And I think right. the latter is the case because you have so much repertoire, like uh, so many motions, movements of the body that are available, and right. also so many you have heard so many combinations of those movements. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, so for you to then just simply react to what's going on right. around you, right. I mean, it was clearly uh, very much possible for you to do that. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think yeah, one of the interesting things is like the the learning process and the way it feels when you're learning is not necessarily how it feels in the musical setting. Yeah. Like there's there's a cuz yeah, ideally you don't want to be thinking and you don't need to think. Your body just reacts. Um and but I think there there probably was a period many many years ago for all of those patterns where I had to think about it and and yeah. understand to some degree. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. One one thing that makes me think of is uh, yes, there is definitely a the listening element, like reacting to the other musicians, mm -hmm. which in a way you could you. You could approach it like if I'm playing freely on by myself on the guitar, like I'm reacting to myself in a way. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like I can hear something and and I will play off of that. I will react to whatever just happened, even though the first thing was a surprise. Mm -hmm. um, that was just an interesting observation that it's the. That I don't, I had never really thought about like reacting to myself. Like I react to other musicians all the time, but I guess that's a, something I could explore too. Is the the input coming from myself? Yeah, which you know, like there's there's a metaphor that we can use look at for this is like harmony versus melody. So where melody, let's say you are you are one voice, mm -hmm. right? And if you look, just look at that one voice and you can only produce one note at a time or one thing like like the next thing you do is always in context of what you did before yes so you're sort of like this is kind of like 
you're listening to your own playing, you're listening to your own ideas, you develop your own ideas, you respond to your own doing. Yeah. Right? So at the same time, playing like with other people, like you have the harmony aspect, you have the other pitches, right? The other voices that are also in the room and also singing. Yeah. Right? And so what happens is that you can't help but hear, well, with experience, yeah. all four voices. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So, and then at some point, all four voices, they will also, in your, in your experience and kind of experiencing, turn into like one thing. Yeah. Right. So, so it's just it's it's not it's not always you know uh, um, a good idea to be able to to uh, to to um, what's the word to separate yeah. things like you also want to integrate them. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So and and that's kind of like what what I think what I'm what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about improvisation or just making music in general terms, even writing music, is that you do want to integrate everything. Like it's it's you know and I know mm -hmm. that there's there's this tendency in in a popular music education and also in the music culture that everything is very separated. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean? Like what, what's an example? Yeah, just of just that? just in just in the the way that music is mixed even nowadays, mm. right? Or that the drum the drum kit is is mic'd with lots of microphones right. rather than just with one. Yeah. Like yeah. So you see like all yeah. these the, that's like the his. Historically, that's the uh, the development goes to like more separation, mm. right? Yeah. And also more uh, separation in terms of judgment, even like where there's like kind of like clear rules for mm. the soloist, where there's like clear rule for what a good groove is, yeah, and right. like these all these 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 parameters that sort of like are dictated by history, yeah, because like that's like the the you know this guy does swing, this guy doesn't swing. Be just because some guy 50 years, 70 years ago played, you know, yeah. triplets in a certain way. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. suddenly that becomes the way where people say, okay, it swings or doesn't swing. Right. It's right. stupid. Yeah. Right? It really is stupid. Like it just it just means that um, we kind of like experience those things as correct or good or you know or right. Yeah. You know, mo it's mostly the things that we already know. Or that somebody mm. else told us yeah. is the right way of doing things. Right. Yeah. So that's why this approach of integration that I was saying, right, is is where you can you you just immerse yourself in a musical situation and you contribute. Right? You contribute and ideally this contribution would be unlimited. Unlimited by the fact that there is a grid. Uh, visual yeah, yeah. grid on your DAW, yeah. or that there's like everything's is in is in 120 BPM, like because people don't care even to change the tempo when they start working on a song. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. And so like like so everything is kind of like it became became unified, separated at the same time, mm -hmm. right? And but mm -hmm. where the idea of um, of musical expression is more like say um, imagine like like Sleeping Beauty, right? And Sleeping Beauty is surrounded by musicians, and they just play, right? Like some, and and she wakes up, and in the moment where she wakes up, she just gets up and starts to dance. So she just kind of like starts interacting, like like becoming one with what is going on around her, right? Mm -hmm. Like she would, she's not like trying to kind of like think about 
mm-hmm. what kind of movement she wants to make. It's just it's right. just it just right. responds to the fact that there is something that she may want to uh, enjoy. Right. 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 Yeah. And you don't want to think about like which which notes can I play in this. Right, like you would, right, you would just, yeah. you would just play a few notes, and then yeah, and you you find some that you think you think they work better, you enjoy them better in that moment. So there's a particular kind of like she doesn't want to do break dance, for example, right? Yeah. She finds that out right. very quickly. She tries it, doesn't work, yeah, and she goes yeah. back to being like a hippie, right? Yeah, yeah. So so there's there's this kind of mm. um, yeah, there's some sort of right and wrong as you experience as you do it, but before you do it, there's there's no such thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I totally agree. There shouldn't be limits. You shouldn't ever think about <laughs> rules when you're no, trying I'm, to make music. No, I'm always. I will always think of you as Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you you see, it's it's sometimes it's ridiculous that we even need to talk about these things. I think that like like you also understand these things. You do them. You do this. Yeah. I think this is what I'm what I'm kind of like verbalizing here, something that you do anyway. Yeah. It's maybe something you haven't thought about or, or you know, but you do that anyway. It's just like like I say, in our culture there's so much focus on 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 learning things by ex- ex- by excluding mm. by excluding options. Mm. Right? And I think that's the wrong way. Like learn about yeah. the options, yeah, yeah. and then do your thing, right? Right. And then find out, okay, this is what Sean would do, right? Even though Sean knows, you could also do that. Yes. But no, Sean do, does this, right? Right. right? So, yeah. like for me, as as a composer, like I get, you know, when I get like uh, feedback or criticism, right? Then I'm I'm trying to understand, okay, is this criticism actually something that is relevant to me? Because it is. Something right. that where I under, where I see okay this person understands what Marcus does. Mm. If I realize okay this person does not really see where I'm yeah. coming from, or then the the um, the critique um, is irrelevant. Right, you can ignore right? it. But then, course, then yeah. but then in yeah. other cases I'm saying, okay this person understands and and I see ah okay okay so let me try this and I you know I create mm. this ec- extra branch uh, you yeah. know yeah, yeah. for the next time. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's. Um, Oh, I was going to say something I just forgot. I lost my train of thought, but I agree totally. Yeah. 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 So, so with... Oh, I, I know what it was. As, um, and it probably doesn't do very much good to talk about it. It's just something I have to practice. But um, the, I guess my kind of obsession to understand things is like just to avoid those moments where I'm improvising and I hit a note that's like really not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it having some, it, at least like seeing where the scale is on the fretboard and, and knowing like I can, I can change that, I can use any notes, but I should, uh, yeah, I guess I should, I just should, know what the note is sometimes like it's just awful when it's like a half step off <laughs> and uh that's great if it's in- intentional yeah. but if you're like going for this really beautiful melody and you know what it is supposed to sound like and you just miss it by a little bit that's like one thing i <laughs> would like to avoid yes yes yeah. and they, there you go this is this is the the uh useful person in you that's speaking mm. right 
I'm can. Okay. <laughs> it's it's kind of awkward for me to say that because yeah. like I'm realizing I'm getting older, mm. right? But it's. Um, I mean, um, the the other option is I could just be open to whatever happens and you embrace that. No, that, I mean, um, no, I, 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 I'm completely with you. So, okay, so to me, like one of the big mistakes that like still happens to me is that with a major or minor six, that I, mm. I sometimes, mm. uh, in the heat of the moment, mm. I don't hear it properly mm. and I play the wrong one. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so if I'm in Dorian and I, I play yeah. a B, like in D, I would play B flat, right? Mm. And it would happens, yeah. still happens occasionally. Okay, yeah. I've just learned to accept that as mm. when it happens, mm. as a quirk that I mm. have, and it's it's a sort of it's a it's a quirk that um, mm. I've tried to not remove, like not to edit out mm. even. Mm. Right. So, but in more general terms for yourself if you don't make that mistake if you don't play that wrong note mm. the question is like how do i learn to not play it it's it's impossible right, right. so that mistake is bound to happen if you don't make it mm. so yeah, in order in, yeah. you, you need to kind of explore the territory of the of that wrong note yeah so that you know this is what i meant with foreground and background mm. Right, so you learn about the background. You learn about the 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 evil notes, right? Yeah. You learn about them so mm. that then it's easier for you to stick to the other ones. I see. That's also yeah. why, yeah. in an improvisational context, you want to play those brown notes, right? Because ah, there it is. Okay, ah, should I did it again? Yeah. yeah. But okay, so each time I'm going to make this mistake, I will. Kind of learn. Ah, uh, it's oh, it's that fret. It's that. Ah, uh, yeah. It sits yeah. in between those. You know, sure, mm. right? And always, you always need to be kind of like kind with yourself, and and you know, in your mm -hmm. inner your inner communication, kind yeah. with yourself, to kind of like, to 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 make sure that the 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 process, learning process, um, keeps being. Um, um, Positive and yeah, yeah. if you know efficient in a positive way, so you don't want to beat yourself up about a mistake. You can say, no, "Okay, yeah. I now learned that that no doesn't sound good. At least at this point, I think it doesn't. So I'll try not to play that note again. So where is it? What is its name? Then you can start applying labels. You can say, "Okay, it's called C sharp. Uh, it hits the flat two or the flat nine. Yeah, it just it's just it's not in the scale." Right, so it would be like a leading, but then you could also start saying, "Oh, but it could be like a like a half step above the root." So it, it's a mm -hmm. leading note, also that leads me back to the root. Yeah. So maybe next time, what I do, like when I play that note, I simply play the C after the D flat. Right, yeah, see, like right. so, so you can right. start kind of like creating that narrative. Yeah, um, that then turns these mistakes into meaningful events. Yeah, that then you you kind of like build that. Um, you know this idea of the memory palace, right? So you're kind of like then creating this story or this 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 environment in which, like, you can then navigate, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so I've played for ten minutes now. Oh, wouldn't it wouldn't it be awesome to have a little bit of spice here? So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, remember yeah. that mistake. Okay, let me just try that note now, mm. and then you know you you just you you play that note, that wrong note, the r note that sounded wrong before, and you play it, and you hold it. 
Yeah. And you hold, you made the decision to play it and you're letting it, it sing in that moment. And you realize, okay, now, so the longer I hold it and the deeper I breathe in, the cooler this note sounds and the more okay it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so as you, as you start working like this and keep accepting all these notes, it will get easier and easier not to make those mistakes again because yeah. it will not be a mistake. It will be just an option that you decide not to use. Right, right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. First, that yeah, <laughs> all the notes can can be used. Yeah. And, um, and and I think that was important what you said about um, you got to make those mistakes. And maybe that's that was my problem is like trying to only play the right stuff. Like the the way to do that is not by only playing that stuff, but it seems like the way is you, you have to make all the mistakes. You have to make them. Like not just make some mistakes because some mistakes are inevitable, but like really make all the mistakes so that you know what to avoid. And it's something kind of clicked with me that I identify with is like, there's certain mistakes like in the Cionian scale, for example, I know that I have a tendency sometimes to go a little bit too far to the G, yeah. uh, you know, with my right hand or like when I'm going down, moving to the, 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 the E in the middle string, mm -hmm. sometimes that's like a little bit too high. Yeah. And so I have to, it's, so I have like a really intimate relationship with those two mistakes. Yes. And that makes me like really conscious, okay, move your hand down yeah. a little bit. And, and you see, this, is, this may be interesting for you. These two mistakes that you describe, or these points in yeah. that scale, they represent the interval of a minor second versus a major second. Mm. Mm. And so what that means is, like we, can, I, we, we could say we're totally sure of this, means you're not hearing the difference between a major and a minor second, even though you believe you do. And like, mm. I would say it's the same for me still. Like I still, mm. even though I know the difference, yeah. I've heard it all my life, yeah. I do not, or my, my, my physical body does not understand the difference 100% yeah. yeah. of the yeah. time. Right. And, right. and it's a context dependent thing, right? Because like, if you start on the root note, then it's very clear, you know, the difference between a minor and a major second. Yes. And you see, it's, 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 it's wonderful because you see you're describing where you like go from one string to the, to the next yeah, string. Right. So, and that is, that is kind of the, the nature of a, of a guitar that you don't only have one string. It's not a monochord, you, right. you know, yeah, like yeah. you have more of. Yeah. So that means like where like the same notes are on adjacent strings is important. Same note, half step, whole step, mm -hmm. and all other intervals. How they, how do they lay out between the strings? Also, yeah. right. And so that, now you can imagine, like, if we don't even kind of like have a clear sense going from one string to the next, where a whole or a half step is, mm -hmm. playing the other intervals mm -hmm. is also very, mm. almost out of reach, we could say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and now if we translate this to just the pentachord, which just lives on one string, if we just work with a one string version of the pentachord, yeah. we also have the half and whole step re represented physically. Yes. So is it like, is it then, 
adjacent finger for a half step, or is it right. like the next finger, you know? Yeah. Then, then it's a whole step, right? So, and you see that even there, sometimes you will still be making mistakes, mm. mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, so it really is about like decoding the combined, like like ear training, so hearing the intervals with their physical representation. Is it an adjacent fret? Is it not an adjacent fret? Yeah. Right. Like, right. Is it? Is it? Is it two frets? It does my hand move up two frets when I go to the next pentachord, yeah. or only one fret? Right. So it means also in relation to the root. That means is it is it a minor or is it a major six? Actually. Mm. Yes. Yes. Right. 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 So so and yeah so so mm. basically what you describe then is exactly uh, is actually the 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 crucial point. Mm. Once you you know you've already you've already arrived at this thing where I think most people have problems. Mm. So and yeah. you've already yeah. gotten there. You can already describe that it's the problem, mm. right? Yeah. So that means like we need and you need to keep working with the, with the with the brackets. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, I think we talked about a lot. In yeah. this conversation, yeah. that's good. Um, once again, I think it's been great so far. I mean, we've we have done a lot. Um, you know, it can sometimes feel like the progress is slow, but when you look at a bigger picture, like it really is a, a lot that we've done so far. Yes, you know, t the time uh, times have changed so much. Like I said, like what you've learned now in these three years, uh, three months, would. That was like the first ten, maybe the first ten years of my time it's, with the instrument, uh, yeah, and that, I'm being that, I'm being serious about this. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And but at the same time, the speed of the world has kind of accelerated so much that mm. even this accomplishment now feels like it's slow. Mm. Right? It's, mm. it's horrible. Right. Like and especially like as I can see as like you know I've only just started creating content like for YouTube. But like you know, I you know I'm also getting into this mode of like producing more and more and more. Um, but that's not necessarily the right, right path. But that's kind of like what the world around us tells us. Right. That we're that we're never good enough, and um, mm. you know somehow, and and so that's why. Um, yeah, let's just let's just see that we don't fall into that trap. For sure. I think yeah. with with your commitment to to practice every day or almost every day. Um, you've already gotten very far, and and yeah, let's let's create some musical situations. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. Because that will be that will be um, a key. Yes. And you do your do do some sort of recording project when you get get a right, chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've I've started. I haven't shared them with anyone, but mm -hmm. yeah. The the ones I recorded I recorded some this week but they're they're a little too cheesy to <laughs> to show you but <laughs> but yeah I will I'll keep working on that yeah so but and, they, uh, there you yeah. go because like you know if you ask me I'll never stop right so when you're talking about what you did as cheesy it's you're you it's being judgmental there's a part in yeah, yourself yeah. in within you yeah. that is criticizing yeah your idea and something that you did. And you should you should you should just make sure that you don't take that critic too seriously, mm. 
And obviously, like the, the, the biggest mistake that people make is they stop creating mm. because there's this critic kind of like shouting in the room. Mm. And you yeah. want to just make sure that you just, doesn't matter, like, like maybe like 99.9% of the other people will not find it cheesy. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're actually, I mean, they're not bad. I think they're, <laughs> they're <laughs> but, but you know, yeah. it's not, and, and I, I agree, maybe it is super cheesy and, you know, you wouldn't want to share it, but you don't want that sort of communication yeah, yeah. in your, in your mind, in your, in your soul. You don't want that. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Like you say, okay, this is where I am and I'm, I just keep, you know, experimenting and see what yeah. I, what I find. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. I think there's, <laughs> there's just like a little part of me and, and this is, Silly, like I, I know it, I shouldn't think this way, but there's like a a little uh, reactionary kind of emotional part of me that is would be afraid to like post that because it doesn't like summarize my entire musical vision yeah. or whatever. But I think that's that's uh, stupid. I think it's much better just to like the the way to get out of that is just like post lots or. I hate talking in terms of like posting content. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, forget that. But just like writing music in lots of different styles. Yeah, like, because yeah. there's a part of me that likes these simple, very diatonic ambient stuff, but I also like metal. And, you know, I can do all those. Yeah. Things. I mean, yeah. so. Yeah, again, again, you know, you start and we start kind of like measuring ourselves against expectations and right, not right. just our own expectations also expectations yeah. from others right right and yeah it's a trap you know it will just eat you up from the inside yeah, you know, for sure student you know like now i remember this word that i um couldn't find it's uh to cringe right uh, yeah like so so it's sort of like a response that is sort of automatic um, based on everything we've learned Mm. Like so, all the cultural influences, the expectations, right? Mm. And getting that under under control is like one of the mm. most amazing things that you can have in life, mm. right? So you simply don't you don't react. First of all, you could say, okay, I don't show any reaction. Like I'm playing this wrong note. Right. So what? I mean, nobody nobody will be, will be able to tell. Yeah. Like. And I, I think I've said that before to you. Like it's it's sometimes it's those exact uh, those exact moments that that make people go wow yeah right amazing yeah right? yeah 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 <laughs> so. it, it reminds me yeah this <laughs> podcast is getting very long but it's okay yeah <laughs> this uh, uh, that exact thing happened I, I was listening to an interview with Vinnie Caliuda mm -hmm. yesterday mm -hmm. and he said that this he was playing like one of the first tours with Herbie Hancock. And he was such a fan mm -hmm. that, like, during the whole, whole show, he was just laughing to himself, like, smiling. I can't believe I'm playing with Herbie Hancock. <laughs> and so at some point, it was so overwhelming that he just stopped playing for, like, four bars. Mm -hmm. And then realized, oh, shit, I have to be playing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was that exact thing that um, Herbie, oh, that's what it was. He, he had to tell Herbie that that's what happened later because Herbie was so open-minded, he thought that was... Vinny's statement to <laughs> yes, just stop, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 right. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, just yeah. funny. Yeah, and that's like any any sort of like um, uh, accident, you know, accident, um, uh, serendipity, yeah. kind of like this is something we sh should and need to embrace. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's also like why why I'm I want to encourage you to keep playing those random notes. Yeah. 
right? Because they are important. Important to yeah, find something yeah. that lies outside of what you can comprehend right now. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree. I think I think I should do yeah. more of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just requires it requires a lot of courage, requires a lot of um, uh, confidence to do things that are not expected. You know, yeah. like if, if a group of friends asks you asks you to go out uh, to play pool, and you say no, I want to go. I, I'm going to go practice my drums. You, I'm sure you've done that in your life, right? Uh, probably, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yes, so yeah. yeah. And that's why you're here. That's why you're a great drummer. Like you made unpopular choices. Mm. It's it's like playing that D flat in C major. Mm. It's the same thing. You make something that make make makes other people cringe, right? Mm. Uh, why doesn't he go like enjoy you know himself with us or you know they don't understand that you actually have something to do, right? Mm. And you know like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. making this comparison, right, but right. I think it's kind of like it's kind of like the same thing, like it's something that's yeah, not that's caring the, what other people think. Not well, it's not well, but it's not about that really because you care about what they think, right? Mm. You do. But you're still making your, your choice mm. to go practice the drums. Yeah. But you understand that there is this, this potential conflict mm. in expectation and even in like right. understanding of the world. Mm. Right? So if, like, if like the guys you play with like don't understand that you're occasionally making a mistake because you're a beginner, for example, well, fuck them. Right? Mm. Like it's just, it's, you know, you're, this is... You see what yeah, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. I know that you would like to go into a situation where you're not making those mistakes, or, or like as a drummer, where you make sure you you'll always play in time. Like, mm -hmm. like, like maybe I, I just, you forget yeah. to play a, a cymbal on a downbeat somewhere, mm -hmm. but everything else you played will be in time, right? Right. right. Yeah. So, and if if for some reason you never, you know, well, it's kind of obvious what happens then also. Right, so maybe you would have this this uh, this inner urge to play a, a really cool fill that kind of like starts speaking to you. Okay, well, how great would it be if you know, like going into the chorus, we had this like <clears throat> thing kind yeah. of fill here, but you won't play it because because you know that you may you know not play in time for a moment mm -hmm. because it's something you would have to rehearse first. Right. Right. So that what means is that that idea is lost forever. Yeah. In most cases, in situations like that, because there's no time for you to practice it or to try it again. Sometimes there is, but you know what right, I mean. Right, right, you know? yeah. So, and that's 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 kind of like why uh, sometimes we have to be brave and we have to say, you know, no, I need to I need to do this again, or no, you go um, you go um, play pool and I practice. Right, it's that kind of mm, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, well, yeah, for sure. There's and there are moments where. You should take the risk. I mean, that's one of the thrills of improvising. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some risks you probably shouldn't take, but <laughs> if it's like way too far outside of what you know, but yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Well, thanks yeah. so much for everything. Yeah, thank you too. This year and, yeah. and um, I'm I'm looking forward to how things will go from here on. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, John. <laughs>